0: Welcome to F at the Time, I'm Martin Brown. This episode is all about computer games, as I speak to artist Coral Davies. She talks about how the PlayStation kickstarted her love of computer games, how she got into PC gaming, and how computer games influence her art. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, remember to subscribe and leave a review. Let's go. Martin. How are you?
1: Excited for this thrilling 45 minute conversation we're about to have.
0: I uh, as long as I've known you, mm-hmm. you've been into gaming. Yes. When did that start?
1: When I was quite young and I was incredibly enamoured with my older brother, he's about four and a half years older than me. And um he well, the first console that I can remember him playing, he must have had stuff before me, was the Sega Saturn and he played Bubble Bubble on it, just a little Japanese. I don't know if they were dragons or dinosaurs, but there's a little green one, a little blue one. I think it started life as an arcade game, and then it was got moved on to the Sega Saturn. And um, they blew little bubbles uh, to capture ghosts, and then you headbutt them, and they turned to fruit and stuff. And I was like, I want to play that. Obviously, I didn't sound like a sort of, 40-year-old fisher wife, (laughs) I hope, (laughs) at that age. (laughs) Um, So he very graciously allowed me to play that with him and that kind of ignited my love of computer games and I think I was quite lucky because I didn't have cartridges or anything back when I started playing. It was discs.
0: So you never went through the whole Sega Mega Drive days? No. That's funny because I think we are exactly the same age.
1: 88. There
0: you go. Go oh, on, uh, twins. Because <laughs> <must. laughs> I grew up on Sega Mega Drive.
1: I see. I didn't have that. I don't know whether it's um, so. Pull out the violins, I don't know if it's because I came from an impoverished background. Yeah,
0: uh, me too. Thank uh, you very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't. I got, like. I don't remember my brother talking about cartridge games, but maybe he did. Um, and stuff. It's just the, the Sega Saturn. Yes, it's the one that I remember. And then um, that made me hungry for more computer games. And when I was old enough to get my own, uh, it was when the PlayStation had just come out. And I really wanted whatever the latest Sega console was, but they'd sold out and all they had was PlayStations. And my mom's the kind of person where it's like, you're getting what they've got or you're getting nothing. <laughs> you know, like when you go into a cachery and it's like, All we have is the bold cat that spits, and she's like, it's that or no cat.
0: How often do you go to catteries?
1: We went to a cattery once, and we ended up with a very angry cat because she took the attitude of, it's that or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I got the PlayStation, and I felt very smug because I was like, it's my console, and I shall deem whether I share it with my older brother.
0: So what year was that?
1: It's the year that Final Fantasy VII came out. Because I got it as a bundle. So that must have been like 1997, 1998? Yeah, and I got the PlayStation and I got Final Fantasy 7. And it was the worst experience of my life. And I didn't play it for a year. Tried to play it once. Have you ever played Final Fantasy?
0: I'm not into Final Fantasy. Ah! I think I was too young (laughs) to get it or I don't know.
1: I mean, I would say yes. I probably like as like an eight, nine year old girl. Probably was a bit too much for my squidgy little brain, um, and required too much like planning and independent thought and understanding uh, mechanics beyond. You hit the A button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't play it for like a year. My mom had to go out because I threw a tantrum and got Croc, which was far more on my level at that time.
0: That was a good game.
1: That was a good game. <laughs> Whereas weirdly enough, my friends are actually playing like Resident Evil One, mm-hmm. um, or was it two? You start and there's like a car, you're kind of like in a, a car park or a road outside, and you're playing the dude, and you have to get into the police station.
0: That's Resident Evil Two.
1: Yes, I yeah. tried to play it once, and all I could do was get him to moonwalk into the fire. <laughs> <when> he died. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, I wasn't a very competent gamer.
0: Resident Evil 1 is always linked to the band The Cars, the Irish band The Cars. How? Because it was so terrifying for me and my brother and my friends playing it, that we would put The Cars on quite quietly <laughs> in the background. So anytime I hear The Cars I think, oh, Resident Evil!
1: It's like a trigger, like a Vietnam moment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh wow, okay, yeah, No, i never, I never played any music to Mask. Any of any of the sounds stuff. So did you ever play like Crash Bandicoot?
0: Of course, yeah. Oh, I
1: love that. I like that little like fox thing. And weirdly, um, because I was a child, I can admit it, like he was kind of like my first computer game crush. Like the muscly fox in the denim pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a whole different side of you, Carl. <laughs> Are you openly admitting that you're a furry now? Is that <laughs>
1: god no um but i was just like oh he's so cool <laughs> especially when he got the mask on and everything and uh yeah i was like oh man i miss platform games i swear you don't really get decent platform games anymore apart from is it little world
0: it's a style that's gone out of fashion a little bit
1: did you ever play spyro
0: no i wow! didn't i didn't but i know somebody oh that's god. obsessed with it
1: Absolutely. And that was another gaming crush. I was like, if I was a dragon, I would marry Spyro. <laughs> I was a very sad, friendless little child.
0: <laughs> you got really into the way these characters looked.
1: Yeah, oh my God. I used to love drawing them and everything. Um, and yeah, I think I drove my brother insane because I used to like draw all of his birthday cards and Christmas cards and stuff and it would have all these like gaming characters on them. Yeah. Uh, like one year... Uh, I played like a game called Grandia, which I think was on it was definitely on playstation i can't... I played the first one I think the first one was on the PS one and the second one was on PS two and Grandia nobody ever seems to remember what it is, but it was kind of another one of those sort of like anime inspired dystopian world um but this was the first one where I'd seen the little like bobble headed sort of, you know, um construction of characters. Um so like FF9 had that as well where they have like tiny little baby bodies and then they have big bubble heads.
0: Like you're saying drawing there, you are an artist. Has it influenced your art?
1: Gaming kind of along with comic books and movies and stuff always like this kind of stuff that I'm attracted to is very fantastical and um you know, you'd never catch me playing like Call of Duty or anything like that um, because I want stuff set in a world that isn't our own or is at least a messed up version of our stuff um, and it kind of always has like this it's very aesthetically pleasing and detailed and intricate and that's the kind of stuff that I like to draw mainly because I think the more details you add the more you might mask any errors you've made in your drawing where you're like Screwed up the perspective, but if I give them a jazzy coat, nobody will ever know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, though. So, games based in like reality, basically yeah. like like Call of Duty or anything that you're not a fan of.
1: So yeah, so anything that's for first person gives me travel sickness, so I don't play it. And then yeah, anything that's just set in re sort of our kind of reality, though not many computer games are because that's not very interesting. But yeah war games and stuff like that is it doesn't appeal to me i'm much more for like stuff like witcher which is like a massive story-led game but you are focusing on one character and you do need to be able to like fight and learn their techniques and build their their armor up and and all the rest of it but it's more about being immersed in the world as opposed to like fulfilling objectives
0: do you still play your old playstation do you still have your old playstation
1: it's in a box in the attic bless her i know <laughs> when we moved into the house we were like we're gonna have a dedicated gaming room and we're gonna pull our consoles everywhere um, and then we just never did but you know i cheated and what i did was i just downloaded them off yeah. of the playstation store onto my ps4 which is on its last legs and thank god you can download stuff onto it because it just does not accept anything in its disk drive anymore which sounds like a perverse euphemism (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) it's not having it you put something in and it spits it back out and it's like no thank you um so i downloaded like croc and spyro and um FF7, FF8 and a bunch of other things and uh, Scott just downloaded like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and (laughs) all of that so I'm having my, my nostalgia through that. Though I would think my brick of a PlayStation probably would play. I've also got my brother's Sega Saturn as well up in the attic.
0: By the sounds of it you weren't a Nintendo person. No. I missed out on the Nintendo thing altogether as well and so many people are just obsessed with the Nintendo and now I want an N64 just to see what the fuss was about. So I'm going to go back and get one I think.
1: We'll go back in time or...?
0: Well, once I figure out time travel, <laughs> okay. yes, then I'll go back. No, I'm going to look for an N64 just to see what the fuss is about. Do you ever think about going back and playing older consoles?
1: No. Because one i don't know i have this weird kind of like once i pin my flag to something i'm like i'm with you forever until we're all dead uh like people who pick a football team i was like i have picked playstation and i shall never betray them and i get quite defensive as well even like uh, completely irrationally so you know when they did like the the PlayStation 5 reveal and then they did whatever the hell the latest Xbox thing is.
0: Series X. Um,
1: yeah. And everyone was slagging off the PlayStation 5 and how it looked and it made me really angry and defensive and like I found myself just going on like Facebook and forums being like yeah.
0: <laughs> you got into internet fights.
1: Yeah were like i don't know they said it looked like a fan drive or something and i was like how dare you um but yeah so i'm very i'm weirdly loyal to the playstation and then the only other thing i play is um my pc though i did once skip away from the PlayStation and got an Xbox 360 you
0: cheated on the PlayStation
1: but it was because uh, they did that uh, limited edition R2-D2 skin mm. and I was like oh boy, I'm a loser I need that, <laughs> and when you push the little button it made the that's not, that sounds like a Murloc from World of Warcraft but it made the, the R2-D2 wiggly thing and and the controller was gold like C-3PO and I'm a
0: These are all excuses for your wandering eyes.
1: (laughs) I don't think I ever actually bought any games for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just switched it off and switched it on and switched it off.
1: Yeah, and then got told off by my friend from taking it out of the box and was like, it could be worth thousands by now. And I was like, no, I paid money just so I could hear it make noises. (laughs) But yeah, so no, PlayStation. Never had any interest in, in Nintendo. Never really had any interest in, like, the, the other Microsoft uh, products, um, you know, which is weird because I did really like Pokemon. Um...
0: So that's the thing. I think a lot of people turn to Nintendo because of Pokemon. Mm. Um, I just never, I never had one, and it didn't. I didn't have a Game Boy. I didn't have an N sixty four. I didn't have a a Snes. Anything like that. Mm. And I think it's it's odd that like throughout time there's always been basically a divide between gamers and like you're saying you're fighting with people on the internet to, to this day as somebody born in 1988
1: this <laughs> i know it's it's wild like all the best games in my opinion nowadays team up as exclusive releases usually with the latest playstation consoles um and like yeah because because i never had the nintendo or anything i didn't play sonic i didn't play mario uh which is weird again platform games should have appealed to me um but like my mom was like oh you've got this console and that's it this is this is the only console you're gonna have for like 10 years so get your money's worth um and i'm like no i made the right choice i don't regret and i don't want to go back and discover what i missed out on um, I didn't even have my own Game Boy. I just, like, when my brother stopped playing his Game Boy, I pinched that, and that's when I played Pokemon. My mom was like, you know, pick wisely. You know, it's like that moment, like, with Gandalf or something, like a wise, <laughs> where a wizard is like, you have two choices, pick wisely, and reap the consequences of your actions. And it was, like, my sole entertainment. And I was, like, even though I was a kid, I was also like, calculating it in terms of, like, Right, well, what consoles do my friends have? And all my friends had the PlayStation. And I was like, well, I, you know, even though actually I did want the the latest Nintendo um, and serendipitously ended up with the PlayStation. The reason I wanted the Nintendo was because they all had the PlayStation. So I was like, I'm going to be contrary to them. But in the end, it worked out in my favor because then, oh, me and my friends could swap games, which was like super smart because none of us had like two buttons to rub together so each person would get a different game for their birthday or christmas and we'd all discuss it and then that way we could play our games and then swap them around like a little library system Mm -hmm. so you get more bang for your buck
0: that's almost a lost art now
1: it's true or getting people to come over and play the game with you like you know remember when you had to have your controller attached to yeah. the to yeah. the console so you're both sitting there and you've got your parents going your eyes are gonna go square <laughs> if you sit that close to the tv and i like i don't know about you but i always have my time rationed on the console because my mom was convinced one it was making me a deviant <laughs>
0: Which, as we have discussed previously, it might have been...
1: <laughs> Maybe I told her I fancied the fox and denim shorts and she was like, oh, my child needs to be exercised. Um, and two, she was like, oh, it's bad for you. You need to get out there and play with other kids and experience the world. And also it did actually make me very angry. I won't lie. Like, the frustrations in games did tearing me into a brat. Dead or alive, I remember my mum banned me from the console for, like, a whole weekend because I lost a fight and, like, smashed my controller into a mirror and just, like, shattered it in a fit of rage. And my mum was like, why have you done this? And I was like, I'm trying to get the bunny outfit." And she was like, right, that's enough.
0: <laughs> so you're a rage quitter.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you have... you. Yeah, Scott can tell you some stories. Uh, he bought me this Christmas gone goes to Tsushima, Mm -hmm. which is an absolutely breathtaking game. So beautiful. Um, But some of the fights uh, require a lot of coordination. And um, I am very impatient and my brain moves faster than my thumbs. I was just, there, there's like a couple of fights where you go one on one with other samurai mm-hmm. and one was beating me and I was just screaming and screaming and screaming and Scott was like this is psychotic you're, you're 32 <laughs> it's a game and I was just like Rah! and I once smashed a controller um, when I was playing the um." It was when Tomb Raider kind of got rebooted, yeah, and it kind of went back to young Tomb Raider, and there was like a, that's where she's on like a boat and it crashes and she ends up on an island and, so I played that and I got to a point in that game where I think you're you're like, on this raised platform, you basically have to headshot your way through them to get out of this. And I died something like 35 times, and I was like, well, I suppose you just want to stay dead then, don't you, you dumb bitch? And then ejected the disc, snapped it, and that was the end of the what? game.
0: <laughs> you snapped the disc? Yeah.
1: I'm proper rage. I'm quite bad with computer games. My mum was right. I mean, I didn't break anything as a kid, because I think my mum would have beaten me into an early grave. <laughs> but... When it came to a point that I was paying for my own things, I was like, I'm just hurting myself at this point. (laughs) So if I want to snap in, huh? The only game I've never got like really angry at is World of Warcraft, which I played on my PC. which is surprising because i only ever played on like cheap keyboards like 7.99 keyboards and it would have been so satisfying just to pick one up and just smash it and have all the keys go everywhere but i think it's i couldn't bear the idea of then having to slowly get down on like my hands and knees (laughs) retrieve the keys rebuild the keyboard because stuff like wow i was playing against other people actual other people um and even when you were coming up against like bosses and like computer generated characters because it was a, a lot of it was all about teamwork it was like oh it's you know it's human error and i could accept that but when i was play play against stuff that's just a computer program and i lose because i've made a mistake i'm very angry at myself and then i just go into it like a frenzy
0: world of warcraft it's on pc
1: yes
0: that's a whole genre of gaming that i'm not a part of
1: you're not a pc gamer never done it
0: never done the closest i ever got to pc gaming was playing uh, and i'm sure you've probably never played this championship manager or football manager (laughs) pc gaming yeah when did you get into that
1: Again, through my brother, Um, he was a good big brother. He still is a good big brother. And so my mom got this this desktop computer and my brother bought Baldur's Gate and started playing it. And I was like, what's that? (laughs) Again, back to my (laughs) 40 year old official wife, what's that? Um, And he was like, oh, it's it's a RPG. Like you've never sort of, well, different to the kind of RPGs that you were getting on the PlayStation and obviously like way more basic graphics and stuff. Um, And it was the first time I was introduced to playing with a keyboard and a mouse. And I was like, mind blown. And so he kind of fell in love with PCs. So that's what he poured his money into and he learned how to build them. I must've been like, university age at that point 18 (laughs) like still trudging through the the mists of my past um and he introduced me to that and i was like oh brilliant this is way better than going to university (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll play this and it was back when it was the original wow so which was is now known as vanilla it's the original game where it was 0-60 and it was the first Morpog that I'd ever played so that was the multi online RPG gaming bloody plink plonk <laughs> and again you got to roll, you got, so it reminded me of Dungeons and Dragons and I was like oh I can be whatever I want to be and of course I was like I'm going to be a human girl warrior, <laughs> <laughs> something I could be in the real world <laughs> Um, and so he he played that and um I just kind of got swept up in the majesty of what is World of Warcraft and actually abandoned the the my console for like 5 years didn't play didn't didn't get a PS3 that's the best way I can describe it I went from PS2 to PS4
0: I am <laughs> like this and I don't know if you are are you a 100% completist in games like if you're playing a game even if it's Terrible. Mm. I still have to hundred percent it. Just say I'm done. It's it's over with.
1: I am. I am like that to a certain extent. Um. So a good example would be again going back to Final Fantasy. It's a Final Fantasy nine. Uh, they had these like hundred locations of the Chocobo Magical Puffland, and I found ninety nine of them, and it was telling me the last one was in this area and I spent like four hours painstakingly going over the area pixel by pixel mm-hmm. and it never revealed itself. So in a fit of rage, I never played that again. And then like 10 years later, uh, my now husband was like, oh yeah, that's because that final one doesn't reveal itself until you get a certain way through the game. And I was, and he was like, and you never got that far because you rage quick you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> Scream!
0: Games now are are digital, mainly.
1: Uh.
0: What's your opinion? Do you still buy physical copies of games or do you download?
1: Um. Again, I'm an old bastard and still don't trust modern day technology because I'm like, oh, what if it's like, you know, decides that they don't want to host that game anymore and it disappears from my account? Or, um, yeah, something glitches and it gets lost.
0: Yeah, because you're effectively renting it yeah. r- rather than owning it anymore.
1: Well, that's it. Like, I used to have a, a Kindle, and I remember that when it was like there was a bit of drama because a lot of people had bought books on it, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we just decided we didn't want those in our library anymore, and so they just disappeared from people's Kindles. Um, and games are really expensive and it, it annoys me because I'm like, oh, okay, well, if I don't get a physical copy, can I get, can it be a bit cheaper? And like, usually it's actually cheaper to wait for a physical copy to go on sale.
0: It also stops um, piracy.
1: Oh, I don't care about piracy. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll say it Those companies got enough money who basically goes, here's the game, but then 95% of it is DLC that you have to pay for.
0: It's insane.
1: It's completely bananas. It drives me nuts. Uh, I think, you know, if I was an X-Men, my special powers would be stealing the bones of people who design games that cannot be played to any degree without DLC.
0: Are these people alive when you're stealing their bones? Yeah. So it's just like, I've lost an arm. Just arm.
1: all of the bones. I've lost a tibia. Gone, straight down.
0: So it's not just one bone. it's, no, it's all okay. of them,
1: all of them, gone. It's and they the- have to go back into the sea to live with the other jellyfish. <laughs> it needs to be as much punishment in that flash of rage. Uh, because I'm not vindictive. <laughs> I'm just a hothead. <laughs> if I took one bone from them, then I'd feel guilty. So I have to take them all at once, and then there's no chance of feeling bad. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it does. It does drive me nuts when there's like so much DLC that you need to 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 make games playable, or to even you know considering lots of games now uh, have uh, are multiplayer games which lots of people can access, and it just it's unfair putting the players on different levels. Like it's fine to complete with compete with other players in terms of like skill. But if it's just like, they've got more money than me uh, to buy a load of downloadable yeah. stuff, then that's just nonsense. Yeah. You should, I feel like you can't cheat as well. Mm. So like old school games and stuff, you could cheat. There were ways to like cheat through walls because of the old school coding. Uh, I remember as well, like, um, like Pokemon, you could like max your, there was a way to get Mew, um, and then there was a way of like maxing all your Pokemon to like nine, nine, nine. But you you had to remember not to press too too many times on the button that you used to cheat it because otherwise the computer would just reset it and you'd get a Pokemon that was like no level. But yeah, there were ways of like cheating uh, and stuff. And I feel like you can't do that with modern computer games anymore um like nobody shares cheats maybe there are cheats but nobody shares them with me
0: it was before the internet yeah so you had to hear about it either through a magazine which yeah. is one or through a friend at school and like you'd write it down the code or something and you've got to press yeah. up up down down left right yeah. whatever and it was uh you don't get that anymore now you just google it
1: i know so i would just write my own guides as i was going through it i would have binders and like you created your own guides and then you use that as currency with your friends who are playing the game who are like oh, i'm stuck at this bit and you're like okay i'll tell you this but then what are you going to tell me about this other game and it would be like an exchange of information
0: so from the playstation one you then got playstation two what are your thoughts of the playstation two because i believe it's the highest selling games console of all time
1: so it's weird i don't re- I really remember the playstation two as well And I don't know if it's because then I'd like, I'd kind of got into high school and I wasn't playing it as much. Like my kind of gaming part of my life was back when I was very young, well, very young, sort of under under the age of 10. And then I didn't really kind of get back into gaming again until I was sort of 18. I did have a PlayStation 2 and I definitely play things like Silent Hill and the, the uh, resident evil and i was kind of playing like a a bunch of horror uh games on it and that's kind of like when i moved beyond the genres of platform games and just rpgs was kind of like horrors but they still like heavy in storylines they had more action and more fighting and stuff but they still had that kind of like Really solid storyline, and I like kind of fallen in love with horror movies and and like scary books and comics and stuff. So, for me, PlayStation 2 is, is when I kind of like started playing scary games.
0: Horror games just took off, yeah. Um, to this day, I think, like, I love them. Um, and I don't need the cars anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. I mean, whereas I have now become a complete, I cannot cannot play scary games anymore i think they've become too scary so like you know back in the day there was still just just enough pixels that <laughs> it wasn't gonna haunt you and like nemesis had a dumb face and you know <laughs> but now like um so they kind of like it's really fashionable for them to go back and like re- uh, reversion all the old games and give them all modern classic um give all the classic games sort of modern graphics and stuff and uh we got a uh, resident 2 for uh, like the the upgraded version and oh my god that was terrifying it was genuinely fear inducing you know that kind of like again I, I i still don't think they do it that kind of you remember on on uh, the screen it would be like turn turn your light down until you can barely see the symbol and you're like i would just like (laughs) whack it up until it was like super bright and there was no dark corners anywhere (laughs) but now it's like it's like the um it's so realistic and i think as well like the soundscaping and you know the, the the they've just become more sophisticated it's random encounters and like you can walk down a corridor a hundred times and you will experience it in a hundred different ways unless it's like a specific part of the plot line where it's like, okay, Nemesis is going to smash through this wall because he has to smash through this wall. But all the other kind of like random monsters are on this sort of random encounter pattern. Whereas Resident Evil, the original ones, you'd be like, okay, zombie's going to come through that window. (laughs) I know i'm gonna wa- run along the wall whereas now it's like yeah even like the arkham asylum game the one there was that uh you know that bit where you go down into like the sewers and you've crock
0: yes crock
1: croc. <sighs> squeaky bum time <laughs> honestly that kind of like tiptoeing over the wooden planks and the thing in the water um, and see would, the
0: ripples in the water
1: and i would just i'd frighten myself <laughs> I was like I am the knight but also I am very scared (laughs) (laughs) the next game I have my eye on is uh, coming from a Chinese game producer and it's um, the story of uh, Monkey Mm -hmm. the god trickster god and you get to play as Monkey and you're going through this incredible like I I watched some of the um, sort of like previews and stuff and the fights are insane like there's this preview of it where um, so Monkey has a staff and he's fighting this like thunder dragon and the dragon sort of like electrocutes the water and you have to tap on your staff and it raises you out of the sky and it looks really fantastical that looks so incredible and I'm like right when that comes out that's when I'm going to get the Playstation 5 and that's going to be the game I, I, I get with it
0: Shocking! You are female, and you're a gamer. I'm so that you don't <laughs> <laughs> There's very odd sexism, but for women who like playing games.
1: Well, I think my opinion of all sexism, is sexism, it's bad. For me personally, I haven't really experienced sexism as a gamer. But then again, I don't think I was. Playing at the right points in my life or in the right forums as well. So the kind of games that I was playing, those sort of RPGs where you were isolated on your own console, so you weren't interacting with other people. And then when I moved into things like WoW, uh, no offense, but there, there's a, there's quite a few uh, men on the internet playing games who are like, you're a real girl, <laughs> and white knight you, and are like. Oh, I'll help you with all the quests and any any assistance you need and do you need gold and you know witnessing it and and seeing like the vitriol the the sexist the violent sexist language that people use and uh, you know as as a as a confessed hothead I never got angry at other players maybe a few times in while well when they weren't doing the right thing standing in the fire standing in the fire does make me quite angry <laughs> um but I never really got angry at other players I, I got angry at the the computer game and the the NPCs and the pixels but I never got angry at other people and obviously being a girl like I'm just kind of like and, you know I would never say to a guy oh I don't think you should be engaging in this activity and this isn't the realm for you and um it it it's it's sad. it does make me sad, I, but I think like I shielded myself from it because I don't really go on those forums and I don't play the kind of games that a certain type of man who is a gamer. Seems to be incredibly protective of of like this. This is for boys, and it's always the weirdest games like Mario. Like, really, you want a white knight for Mario, <laughs> the plumber? <laughs> like, okay, cool, fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's sad. But I think it's just like anything that you just need to get more women in the industry, and the industry just needs to get more diverse as well. I'd say it's everything as well. Like the reaction to The Last of Us Two and people being so angry about Ellie being, you know, uh, revealed as gay. There was a a part of the community that was so angry that they weren't getting to play as Joe and they were having to play as this girl and then the girl was a lesbian and then she had to fight a muscly girl and then you had to play the muscly girl. And it's like, oh dude, man, you know. (laughs) Again, you used to play a Italian plumber, like, <laughs> button mushrooms, like, you know, who cares?
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's sad, but it, it's changing. And I think, you know, um, it's like anything without sounding cynical. Money is power. <laughs> and, you know, companies are like, well, if women want to play games, which they do, because we've noticed that they want to play games, hey we'll change the product to be more appealing to them because money.
0: Which it all comes back to spending your money on your playstation one.
1: I know. I know. It's weird to think as a child I could afford to buy a console but as an adult it's got to be a considered decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note Carl, where can people find you on the internet and where can they see your amazing artwork?
1: um instagram at tattooed.reef.artworks if you'd like to see some pictures
0: coral thank you very much (laughs) for coming on f at the time
1: no worries thank you very much for having me on it's been a blast
0: thanks again to coral for speaking to me don't forget to follow f at the time on instagram and twitter at f at the time and if you're feeling generous please leave a review on apple podcasts spotify and subscribe on youtube until next time catch you later